With the picture of this phallic device held up against the neck, quote, AIDS that every woman appreciates. <laughs> Made by a woman who understands a woman's needs. Interesting. Interesting. Well said. This is my favorite. <laughs> Penetrating comfort. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That was me. I'd like to follow me. And welcome back to Hilf, history I'd like to fuck with Don Brody. I'm Don Brody. And you can now find Hilf with the cool kids in the den. That's the Deluxe Edition Network. To hear other great podcasts in the den, follow the link in the show notes or go to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. This episode is so special to me, and I'm very glad you're here. Because if you're a regular Hilf listener, you know that I'll Hilf anyone, anywhere, anytime. <laughs> My guests are as varied as the episode topics. I've been joined by friends, colleagues, strangers, authors, neighbors, and, and even family. My husband, Melby, and I Hilfed Krampus and Pompeii, and my dear old mom joined me for an episode on the Radium Girls. But then, this spring, a unicorn opportunity... Mom was coming back to town, and my two big sisters were coming with her. Oh, so after a little bribery, which is to say whiskey and a rural Wisconsin card game called Sheephead, they agreed to hilf with me. Now, some of you may share the same communication dynamic within your own family that we do. A sort of swimming with sharks, get a word in if you dare sort of thing. And, and perhaps it's because of this tendency of ours. I chose a subject that can leave even the most verbose among us suddenly tight-lipped, so to speak. <laughs> the history of the vibrator. It's a surprising and invigorating story, and I think you'll agree with me that there was no better time and no better company with which to tell it. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Do you guys, do you guys want to hear the good news or the bad news? Are we All of it. recording uh, good or news? The good news is... We are beginning officially the podcast. Right, hit play. Oh, the bad record. news is we have been recording for 15 minutes. I've been recording <gasps> everything that's happened up to this point. I felt warmed up, honestly. I, I can't lie. <laughs> you know we're all doing mental math right now. Mm -hmm. Say, what did we just Yeah, wait, say? back it up. What'd you say? I actually I thought about this long in advance. <laughs> when I realized that we were going to do this, I thought, oh my God. I can't tell. As the youngest in the family, I have an un usual power today <laughs> oh this is true. i'm the only one who knows how any of this equipment works and i There's can no edit light on it that's not really fair shouldn't it there be a red light on air on yeah. air oh this is very exhilarating for me oh let me let me set the scene for people who can't see us i am sitting at my kitchen table in my new house I moved my my two older sisters have have come into town along with my mom and she my mother is sitting to my left she's holding yogurt he's probably asleep is he asleep Anne Not, he, he wants to be so he just tucked his face into her armpit because we're being too loud oh, it's he's too loud kind of loud but you're warm but it's I'll no. take it um, next to my mom Lana who listeners will remember was a guest already oh on every, mom it was a hit episode the radium girls. don't be 
afraid. Don't mm. be afraid. And you were not afraid. You were wonderful. People love you. I got messages saying, oh, your mom's so nice. Did they say it in that accent? That's how I, I read it. That. <laughs> That's always how I read it. I like how your accent's coming. She, nice. she left off the bad ones. Oh, I did. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, to the left of my mother is my oldest sister, Anne. She's wearing a really cute, like, salmon dress. It's got polka dots on it. She's a babe. And pearls. Um, Anne is visiting from Chicago, where she lives with her husband, Michael, and her two gorgeous boys, Ben and Jake. And I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. You taught me, because this is your contribution to the podcast, you taught me five-syllable words. Oh, dear God. I (laughs) knew that was going to come up. It starts It's not e. our fault Never. that mom put us on an <laughs> airplane together with no one to chaperone. Do you want it, Dawn? Oh do you want to learn a five syllable? And word? I think yeah, I saw Pamela running across the room saying, No! <laughs> no. It was and an airplane. I, I was thrilled. Are you kidding? This is, you can't Google this stuff yet. So 85, 85. Was that and, oh. and so you're a teen, and I'm not, is the bottom line. And I was like, A five syllable word sounds like exactly the kind of thing I'm into. And, and mom, I do remember, mom, we were on a plane. And she was sitting several rows away so she could and hear her. You but were could three in the back, said, right yes, against the toilet wall. My <laughs> elder sister, Anne, who has nothing but my best interest in heart, always tell me, what is this five-syllable word? And Anne held up her hand, starting with her thumb. She went, E. Counted them off. Jack, you, laid, shun. And then I held up my, but nine-year-old hand, oh probably, E. <laughs> Jack and mom, mom, Anne, what are you doing? Oh, I can't. Now, as a parent, I think about the people sitting around on the airplane who are probably sitting there very firmly, like, Where's your mother? Do I say something? Three little girls. Where is their mother? Um, but I really feel like that was a gateway to like, like, like smut and education holding hands. It's a real root, it's a real root cause. And I thank you. Sitting to the left of Anne is my older sister, Lisa, middle child. So diplomat. Middle With child. these two on Here's bookends, I could run the fucking country. Listen, honest to Jesus. Lisa lives in Boston with her husband and three beautiful children. Oh, they're amazing. Zach, Abe, and Ellie. They're amazing. Now, here's the thing to know about Lisa is that she people generally, when they first encounter us as sisters, she kind of is the most angelic looking uh-huh, and the most sure. like, oh, okay. she seems the sweetest. And the nicest and the calmest because mm. me and Ann are fucking ah, and we're uh, not, and we're shooting whiskey and we're saying we definitely say fuck first and there oh, and we, oh, here's oh, my oh, undies oh, yeah. etc. Right. While Lisa seems to, she's smiling and she's not trying as hard and she's just but here's what you should know about Lisa. She's the worst one. Right. She's the she was the, the only one. Tell us, ma. Preach, ma. The Who's the worst one, one ma'am? Well, you you, were, you all hold honors, but <laughs> Lisa was the right only now. one <laughs> that I got a phone call in the middle of the night said, "Hi, mom. How you doing?" Which is weird. <laughs> What's happening? Can you come and pick me up? I'm at the city jail. <laughs> Just bad influence. Yes. And yeah. what? I said, "Okay." Sure. What um, was the transgression? She and her girlfriend picked up one of those flashing road light things and put it in their trunk to take off to steal it was caught red-handed because it was still flashing. Right. <laughs> I think they just carried it outside their car. I no, think they, they, just, they just leaned over and put it in their street. and they had it outside the car, and they drove off with it, like, so subtly. <laughs> and <laughs> I went to the jail <laughs> to pick her up, and the 
the officer was so cute because she fooled him too. He oh, said, oh, oh, and he looks at me and he says, it wasn't that bad. It was like, don't go home and beat her. It was like, oh my God. I hadn't given him that impression. I just am a very guilty conscience. I want to give perspective for people who can't necessarily envision what kind of place a person would be living in where Wisconsin. you would scoop up a road sign still flashing I know. put it in your car. That was the fun time. That was a good night in Wisconsin Rapids. That was a good time. I think it cost us 25 bucks. That was my disorderly conduct. And for the record, because as you know, this is called the record. This is how you get held accountable for this stuff. I want you to go on there because this is my recollection as the little sister who was very impressed <laughs> with the whole thing was someone, a hunter, maybe dad, on our land, we had 85 acres out in the middle of nowhere, stumbling upon a flashing <gasps> road sign under a bunch of leaves in the no. middle of our woods and was like, no. I'm never, and I was like, no. Same sign. Same sign. They the didn't let you keep it. Did tell you the story. didn't let you keep it. You're telling me you this. didn't keep it. I think hmm. that they found you in the woods with it. No, no, no. Lisa's going to make up a story no. really quickly right they, now. To I'm, no, I'm this. actually trying to replace what happened. We had it not well hidden. The neighbor that called, or the person uh. that we took. It was in front of a house, and a guy saw us oh, doing it, and he called the cops. Oh, that's how you got So that's caught. how we got caught, because oh, somebody was sense. looking oh, out their window I at the see. time that and we you, actually were taking it. So you took it back it. to Nitesville Road? And no, no, no. So okay. we <laughs> had it in my car, and I think we realized that someone saw us. Like, I was like, oh, because we're totally a, getting were reported. Because, because the purpose of the sign no, is to be We seen. wanted to take it. <laughs> we wanted to take it. Totally. We wanted it. It's However, it's you know, to know that you're like being watched, you're like, we don't get to keep this now, right? Was really what I think occurred to us. Stopping. So rather than put it back, I think we dropped it off sure. like this area that we knew we could go back and get it. Fair. And I actually don't know if the police cracked us and like had us show them where it was. Must I don't even a, know if not if Hunter found it later. But in any case, what happened was dad used it as a as like a sawhorse in the garage. <laughs> and that's why I was sort of like, see, it wasn't, oh, oh you're welcome. Terrible. You're for welcome. $25. <laughs> oh, you mean oh you got to God. keep it? Lana Adams, our glorious mother. What a, what a joy to be the mother of these three. Oh, Tell us how happy life. you are with us. Oh, I am, my heart is bursting. <laughs> that's a weird way you knew that was Who coming. is your favorite? Yikes. <laughs> Good try. Very your, clever. Your first is always your favorite. Well, I, it, you know, it's like the, spot, the old She's song like, says, the one I'm near. She just blinked yeah. twice at me. Uh, Good so for you. She yeah, I always not. love the one. She that did was not. Here if me. you need help, blink twice to me. That's how lucky I am. Aww. They're all the best. Ladies, here's Gosh. why I brought you to these microphones. Oh, In addition dear. to dishing, like for real, about all of our previous transgressions, is to discuss the history of something. No, before I get into the history of the thing, I know you're clenching. I can feel it under <laughs> the table. Clench. <laughs> Clench. Clench. We're talking about the history of the vibrator. And I would like to tell my listeners how this subject came up. I think it's a very fascinating history in general. But also, as my mother, Lana Adams, is a previous guest, she had given me an extensive list of possible subjects that which she wanted quickly to quickly rejected, <laughs> which I promptly and I ridiculed out loud. You didn't hear it. I was like, dumb, stupid, like each one. No, that's not true. God. They were all actually great. Of course they were. And she didn't put vibrator on the list, to be fair. No, I did not. But she did ask questions about... 
uh, uh, origin of sexuality and gender roles and gender norms. And I thought mm. that was very fascinating. Mm. And, um, and I knew that it would be very titillating oh. for us to talk about the history of this particular device, the vibrator. And my whole thing in life, but especially in health, is that all history is not only interesting, but really revealing Fair about well, about yes, the times like and the place and the people with whom you are discoursing about this particular history and um and no taboo and that's the thing with the history of the vibrator is it's surrounded with that makes me taboo. feel cleaner already thank oh. you it's the context you're right because there's a lot of like even a bottle of wine is like it sits on a shelf and you're like oh that's pretty yeah but when you know the context you're like where was it grown what was the weather the right. people that owned it the the why the soil is special is utterly what makes it fascinating the history of the it's thing. that context i love it in my opinion you can take anything from history and reveal a lot about the yeah, it's why we i learned so much about america when i researched baseball why you can learn so just lipstick why where did lipstick come from these singular things and sometimes in hilf we we fuck the big stuff world wars and presidents but sometimes i like being able to come to, to the, the to the G spot <laughs> of a <laughs> Jesus, She's but good. also <laughs> thank you. Get it's also wrapped in thank you, mom. <laughs> it's also about sexism yep. and prudishness are so wrapped up in the history of this thing and how we told the history and didn't tell the history and why it was taboo and where it was taboo. And I wanted to talk with you guys about a subject that was not only titillating but <laughs> had to do with subjects of sexism. And prudishness, because they are two like huge concepts that I feel like I really didn't get until I was long out of the household in which we all, we three grew up in under your tutelage. (laughs) I remember thinking, because we are a very female empowered household, I have these two, there are no brothers. Mom has several sisters. Women ruled virtually every room I walked into throughout Mm. my formative years. Right. I mean, and not only that, we're Lutheran. Right. So you'd see females in the pulpit or running church stuff. And the brothers were so like your brothers weren't like like exclusionary women. Your brothers were an example of how Mm -hmm. to treat women. So that's a really good point, Dawn. We were kind of in a bubble and just didn't know it. And we also had boy friends Mm -hmm. to work that we would four wheelers and you guys were hunted and 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 like there it was it was really like a almost almost like puberty and coming of age was when it was like all right we're like different and there's like we're supposed to date or something and so how you get pregnant how you avoid getting pregnant and what sex is no big deal we can talk about that without blinking an eye what feels good and how to have sex? Nah, it's somebody else's problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you'll figure it out. That feels like fairly normal, <laughs> especially for the time, but certainly like in general. It's like I don't, I don't think maybe your parents are the best people to talk to you about no. what feels good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fuck, how to do it from either party. Nobody. No, wants no. To do and no you one. had a couple of playgirls. I remember I stumbled upon at an opportune moment, and what? You that is what? utterly untrue. <laughs> Denied. Fact. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? It's possible. It was probably Michael. I remember it was was Michael. It's not not impossible. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and we didn't have the internet yet. Whatever. In any event, the the for the same reason, I think things like the vibrator are are like uncomfortable and tricky to talk about in tables like this. Is the same reason it's been difficult for historians 
and, and educational professionals <laughs> and even medical professionals if you didn't talk to talk about, about it, it. You didn't write it down. Right. Because we're fine <laughs> right. talking about That's how true. you get pregnant, how you mm-hmm. don't get pregnant and what sex is. But when it comes to what feels good and Enjoying how to it. do it, what you like. I think most people get educated through porn though. Am I wrong? Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. I do think so. No, I think you're right, Lisa. You're exactly right. Let's it's be real. Porn. And is, is that the best way to learn? I think like Anne showed me that you go to the oh porn store. <laughs> None of this is true. None of this is remotely Life true. lessons. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Oh, Jesus. It's absolutely true. But, but they say porn is responsible oh, for so many important evolutions of media. But also some misconceptions. In absolutely right. right. So I will tell you that the history of the device, the vibrator, is much older than most of the discourse about the vibrator, of course, because it has been taboo for about as long as it's existed. So let me tell you first my sources for the history that we're about to fuck together. There is a great book by the author Rachel Maines called The Technology of Orgasm. And she has a PhD, among many other degrees, in the history of technology. And she realized that this was kind of an important area that had not been explored, so to speak. And so it, she, she wrote this book, and it was very titillating, and people enjoyed it. And it was highly consumed, highly rated. It inspired a play that I remember seeing in the early aughts called In the Next Room or The Vibrator Play. And it was a dramatization based on some of the historical facts from Rachel Maines' book. And then a movie that came out in 2011 called Hysteria, mm-hmm. starring Maggie Gyllenhaal and the dashing Hugh Dorsey. Oh I know, know she's great. And these, what these she's historical so sources reveal, what, what Rachel Maines sort of discusses in her historical source that then these fictional stories based their, their plot lines on, was that in... The Victorian era in the 1880s, um, doctors were using a newly electrified vibrating device (laughs) to bring women to orgasm to cure them of their hysteria. It's brilliant, honestly. And there's, like, of course, the complications of, like, a a vast (laughs) ignorance of the female sexuality. You want to line out the door as a doctor? (laughs) You just put up a treat hysteria here, and you got yourself. Good news, ladies. What era it is. 24 7. Exactly. I was really sick, but I feel so much better. And there's both, and both sides, because it's Victorian part two, Mm -hmm. the guilt. They're both so pent up and ignorant of (laughs) female sexuality that the women, many of them, it is alleged, are as ignorant of I what's bet. happening oh, here sure. as the doctor who's like, you're welcome, see you, next, see you next week. She's like, this is really, I mean, I really want some like toast. I'm gonna go for a walk. <laughs> I know, this is amazing. Um, and so these these show the, the lines of women down the block just waiting for their turn to come at the hands of this wearing, handsome young Dr. Hugh Darcy. Wearing just less petticoats than they would Correct. normally wear. Correct. <laughs> now here are like most great like devouring history like this that makes you go, oh my God, how dumb, like really... That's awesome. Two things. Uh, one is there was a, a lot of uh, study done that contradicted our friend Rachel Maines's research, and their primary thrust of their counter argument to her. So to say, thank you, Anne. Was um, was that it was was that it was she over exaggerated. That sure a couple of doctors are bringing some ladies to orgasm with a vibrating thing, but that perhaps we over exaggerated these lines of women down the door and everyone being like, I don't know. 
about it's anything. Going crazy. Um, but that is generally a source that I have. There, I also watch several documentaries. Could not encourage you to watch them more. Um, they are uh, brief and very educational. One in particular, I'll tell you. I'm making it's a four minutes long. It's from this tiny museum in northern Minnesota, International no. Falls, which is often one of the coldest places no on earth. They, for whatever reason, have a bunch of old turn of the century vibrators up there that like you carried around in a suitcase. They have it on display. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, because there's, you're in International Falls, and there's, what are you else are you going to do Fair. up there? They need a billboard, and then they're all set. But they got one, they're like, this one has mercury in it. I mean, oh it's my, really well, wild. Like, <laughs> but she, she's like, we don't know why it's in there. We think they kind of like to watch it. Maybe it was <laughs> interesting yeah. to watch. I, watch the documentary, and if you are within stone's throw of this. International Falls. Inter- go see it's the Kuchening. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You can find them. So here's my plan for the hilfing of this episode on vibrators with my mother and my two older sisters. Um, may have already been demonstrated, although you're not doing it at the moment. You're actually paying very close attention to it all. You never shut the fuck up, generally. <coughs> and we're all I know, that it's going to, I know you're doing actually a great job. But much like I do Crunched. with my daughter when I need her to focus... <laughs> She's I'm gonna. Are you Come gonna hit us? <laughs> Don't hit us. Are you gonna knock on my head? Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to put you in a corner, oh. duct tape to it. No, um, we're gonna make it a game. Okay, oh, that makes everybody oh, attentive. So this is the game. Now I have in this episode six questions about the history of the vibrator. That's two questions per person. Oh, God. Did you research? You probably looked things up. I didn't look at anything. We are all looking at each other. I'm not putting that on my browser history. If Anne touches her phone, Lisa will take her out. Don't you Google that? She has totally already done it, meaning... Oh, phones are gone. Did you hear that? That was the sound of a phone being confidently thrust... I know. Good for you. Lisa, however, is like, throw your phone. I need mine. I have children I have, who might need me. I don't, I don't know how to work mine anyways. Mom, Mom's like, Mom's like I turn it off and down. I can't turn it back on. Oh, the stakes are high for this game. All I'm right, so sorry. See. Okay, we're good. Whoever we wins. I'm going to win. You get it. <laughs> gets to sleep in the Murphy bed. Oh. Oh, whoever and that's my bed <laughs> you well you gotta win i will throw your well, saggy ass on the floor <laughs> she's out for blood and i will use you I'm like bad. a bearskin rug <laughs> jesus i'm sorry Jeez. i love you i'm sorry the other two have to sleep on a, in the pool oh, on geez. a floaty oh god oh, but you do oh, get your own vibrator your <laughs> oh. okay Whoa. so there's no losing in this game <laughs> because you're each getting two questions mom as our matriarch, oh. you decide if you want to go first or whom go you would like to go first. I want to go first and <clears throat> get it over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, She's we're going to take around. the entire podcast. You get one, you only get, okay. No, I'll go fast. <laughs> She's like, I know nothing about this topic. It'll be She knows great. one she thing about a vibrator. We're on rabbit mode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> She's got thumper fired up. All right. The vibrator's first intended and approved use was not for pleasure, but medically to cure women of hysteria, as we discussed. Oh, I would say that's true. Well, that's fine. I didn't say it was true or false, Mom. Pump the brakes. She's like, I'm going to say yeah. Hysteria. Yes, hysteria. H y s t e r. I got one. I don't need you to spell shit. It's not true or false. There are true or false coming later. This is hysteria. Yes. was a vague disease that had been diagnosed in women for centuries and was bafflingly broad and indefinite. Okay? Here's the question. Which of these symptoms would not 
be considered part of a diagnosis for hysteria. Okay. Not. I'm going to name six oh of my. them. Okay. Which cool. one is not? Okay. One, shortness of breath. Okay. Two, anxiety. Three, loss of appetite. Four, sexually forward behavior. <laughs> Five, <laughs> thank you, Anne. <laughs> Five, fluid retention. <laughs> Six, uh, oh, there were seven, actually. Six, demon possession. And seven, being funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, being funny, probably. They're, they're all part of being they're diagnosed. All, all of histori- these hysteria. seven ridiculous things would be like, oop. Sounds like you're... Oh, you might need some treatment. Yeah, if you're like, I, would you mind having sex with me tonight? They'd be like, oh. I actually, <laughs> can I just say something? I think hmm. that list of seven might describe you well. Like, <gasps> oh, modern times. What an honor. Oh. Shortness of breath. I just demonstrated it. <laughs> anxiety. I've been drinking all morning. She's Loss like, of appetite. Mm. That's, I never have suffered. Right, retention. So. Check. Um, <laughs> all of these. Listen, essentially anything that a woman did, a normal woman did, was considered at a any perfect. point. And they could anyone be who sent, looked at it just thought that isn't quite right. They could be sent away for. Something. There was a medical right. journal that said hysteria could include quote a tendency to cause trouble for others. <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> that's right. It always leads back yeah. to me. I guess. Hysteria. I feel now, like in your of- yearbook it was like Lisa. Most likely to be hysterical. So oh, maybe that's possible. That would be the list. Did it. anyone ever come at you with a vibrator and like a look of concern? Oh, <laughs> we got Can you. We got you, you girl. <laughs> well, here's but here's the thing. God, like no. you, as mom You're said, not. it was bad. Like if you were, oh, you could be a Kennedy, a, be. for example, causing problems for the family or threatening an inheritance or right. just otherwise, it would just lobotomy. be best. Lobotomy. Lobotomy. You're exactly right, Lisa. <gasps> no, uh-uh. You could be lobotomized as a cure for hysteria, institutionalized, sterilized. Oh, yeah. Get um, it in check. My God. You could be lobotomized? Yes. That was a Kennedy. Which one? No, I forget her name. Well, there was a actually, Kennedy that was lobotomized. But it wasn't because, because she was... It, she had some mental illness and they didn't know what to do. And they, she died. Yeah, it was John, John Kennedy's sister. This was, if a dude, her name. I, and I'm not being but sexist, honestly, but if dist- a dude dis- demonstrated that stuff back in time, they would be a CEO of a company. Anyway. Mom, there was no way to get that one wrong. I was being funny by adding being funny to that list. But it's also true. Yeah, anything was because it's be. a little too gregarious. You're oh, you're putting your you're you're doing a little too yeah. much. It's a lot of com- like, trying to be funny. Is I mean, but think about it. Alarming. Women were were property when you 100%. talk about like so and rich or poor. That was exactly true. Yeah. like when you think about the stature. I things, didn't realize. Yeah, that's really bad. And hysteria was was you know such a easy you were outside way. The norm. But what it but so. specifically. It was a diagnosis of a disease that, of course, needed a cure, and we have that cure. And it is a prison, an asylum, an institution, a prescription of some sort that you now have no control control over. I didn't see that list again. Um, That's crazy. And so when it comes to the diagnosis of hysteria, completely unjust. The cures for hysteria, completely unjust. The vibrator, I suspect women in history were like, there we go. You know, you're, right. you're gonna bring this bullshit it. disease. It's such a weird subjective list of traits, too. That's the thing. It's not. Totally. It's not. That's not quantifiable. No, no. it's terrifying. But it's. Right. But it's also. It's a hunting so license. Your question, Anne. Good and this is a true or false question. Oh, you get the easy. Oh, she wow. wants me to be sure. True or false? <laughs> Bringing a woman to orgasm as part of a serious medical cure for hysteria dates as far back as classical antiquity. True. True or false? 
True. 100% true. Well done. Yeah, well done. Sense. It is included in the Hippocratic Corpus. That's Hippocrates' medical book. It's also oh, yeah. mentioned by the Greeks and the Romans. It dates back as far as 1900 BC. Oh, my. And the interesting thing about that, I found, is that, of course, the Greeks and the Romans were much less prudish about sexuality than we are and were at the time that the vibrator was coming We all out. wore robes. But they were more <laughs> ignorant about the human body, right? And certainly the female human body. We are still dealing then, as we were in the time the vibrator came around, kind of at the end of it, the idea of the four humors. So you, the whole human medical situation is mm. a balance of wet and dry and hot and sure. cold. And it's why when someone is dying, you bleed them. Right? We lost a lot some of important leeches. people, including George Washington, because <clears throat> we were like, I don't know, we gotta get some of this blood get out of here. Get some leeches on that man. Yeah. But their, but their, <laughs> their definition of hysteria, I uh, have undergone an emergency hysterectomy, an operation called that because it is the removal of your uterus. And so hysteria and hysterectomy, they're sure. related, of course, because That's... they all pertained to a woman's uterus and what was happening there was tied to hysteria. So huh. Plato <laughs> attached in this ancient in this ancient uh, text, Plato said it is the uterus that is responsible for the unpredictability of women. But he thought that literally the uterus, when unoccupied, wandered around your body. <laughs> and that that was the problem is that your uterus like was getting the up there close to your heart. And that's why you were having emotional problems because oh, yeah. your uterus had gone up too high mm. or if your brain had gotten all the way up to your brain or you were suffering, where was your uterus wandering off? And the cure, of course, is get a baby in there hmm, or to down. get your parents to get you married off so that your uterus can be doing what your uterus is supposed to be doing. It don't got time to go to go wandering around it's so interesting just to think oh my gosh this one um, uh, roman uh, medical professional wrote that the uterus was a quote sad and unfortunate creature when it does not join with a male or bear a child. So here's oh, the cure. It's not self-serving at all. No, and this isn't so bad. Here was here was the cure. Though. That explains so much. But like better than like institutionalized alert. Like if you're the young lady who's like, I just thought I could tell a joke. I wanted to act it out. Can everyone punt the brakes a little? I'm they, not they, you're they would do smelling salts where they would put something lovely smelling like lavender and wonderful down there by your groin. And then something icky smelling up by your nose, thereby drawing your uterus down, down uterus. Come on, down here. <laughs> Smells good. Smells good down here, doesn't it? And thus getting your uterus back where it belonged. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the good news. By 1637, much more sophisticated <laughs> physician. Like Wait, a, what year the good again? News. 1637. Okay, he took very, a look. He took a look. Tech. And he was like, you fucking idiots. These idiots. These ancient morons. The uterus does not wander around the body, you dummies. Um, what happens is... Oh, my <laughs> the, God, I'm the, scared. The, I got so scared. When she makes us all like good news, you know you're in for some really bad news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a turn yeah, here. Yeah, there's to, a, the, the uterus way. stays exactly where it is all the time, you dummies. But... <laughs> but... What's happening? The fluid... You know, the fluids that are there those yeah. wander around those oh. are the ones wandering around oh. the body getting up around your heart and getting Just, oh. and getting in your brain and I felt, this I is felt so stupid and this is in the medical <laughs> journal it says this is your especially is true those it, they're tied up in there yeah. yeah this is especially true of those more lascivious females inclined to venere <sighs> passionate those women who are most eager to experience physical pleasure if she is of this type 
She cannot ever be relieved by any aid except that of her parents, who are advised to find her a husband. Having done so, the man's strong and vigorous intercourse will alleviate her frenzy. Oh, wow. my Lord. That's crazy. And this is about the time that people are like, that's a fucking great idea, Jean. <clears throat> Man. Jean. <laughs> Man, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. And, you know, because we are all such, you know, individuals of medical science, um, what if you don't have a husband, though? Uh-oh. What if there was a way that we could get these fluids from a female's uterus to come out like you bleed someone <laughs> And Does they were like, yeah. Circle back to ejaculation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. The five-syllable words. Yeah, like, yeah. He, and this guy goes, yeah, you could do that. And it does. They seem to respond. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You try doing it. They really light up. And it does <laughs> oh seem to make God. a big difference. You um, feel great about it. They always come back. Exactly. And this is, as luck would have it, right at the time. We start electrifying things. Okay. Oh, so we combo. have some exactly. So we have some medical scientists who are back. literally doing manual fingering these women to climax, and they do feel so much better. And there is a certain amount of fluid release, and they're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. we're really." But honest to God, wow. their hands get tired. <laughs> Mom, I'm not they're kidding. Like, there's like there's 100 women outside my door, <laughs> and I have calluses. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me right now? And their hands got tired. My God! And they, the and they were of ingenuity. There is is laziness because so we're going to talk rather than make money on this. No, well, they, they still did. made money. Well, they, they still just saved their own electronically. Yeah, I mean, God bless them. So, Man-made Lisa, machine. we have mom has one, Anne has one. This is your that first your question. You got I one. Got oh, the question. Correct. Not Anne got a vibrator. Everybody gets a vibrator. Go back. Lisa, this is. This is your question, Lisa. Are you ready? Sure. The vibrator was one of the first five devices to be electrified in the turn of the century. Uh-uh. What were the other four? You oh. do get a point for each one you get. And if you miss it, if you, if you say you're done, mm. it can pass on. To I the got next a true person. false question, one. by the way. So I know. That's pretty I know. Awesome. I'm going to say the body was one of those other five. The what? I will give you. I will give you. Now there are the all devices. There are all like devices. devices that you would have. I'll Other give you this clue. Other things that were being electric. The first five. At the time think of household. The think household devices. Household. What were the first five so that we electrified? Like... We know the vibrators. One. What are the other four? God, so funny that the what, vibrators. Do you listen one. to the um, Tesla's? Podcast? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I did. this could be part of that. Oh, if yeah. you, so you know like... what, they can help you. It's fine. Yeah, we can, can prove they're not cutthroat bitches, that they're well, all we here are for... we are not. We all love each no, other. No, seriously, they're being quieter because they're on microphone right now, but they would have blurted out all the answers by now. <laughs> they probably would have. <laughs> I see Anne's them. eyes are flickering. Anne's I think like, she's I know got them. more. No, I'm just thinking early I will give you. I'll give you, I will give you this clue. They are, they are household devices. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. toaster. Really? Like something you know, to you cut? Want toast. It's pretty important. Toast is pretty high up there. <laughs> I mean, it is true. I will get, think about things that we like were maybe, already using that used other power that the electricity just made. Right. That like, thing you got to think bit. of like the turn of the century. What Dude, would they have horses. been using? Like, you probably had stuff that was farmyard, like liver, livery things. Yeah. Library? Mm-hmm. Library? Well, there's a light bulb on there. That's the obvious one, but light bulb is not on there. Oh. I know. That's why I'm like. So if that's not Laptops, on there, that's what they. <laughs> how did they get? How did they charge their phones? <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and did say one. That was correct. Did you toaster. Say it? Toaster. Correct. Oh, that's good two. one. You I mean, got you all three want more. Toast. That's like so a, it's not a stove or so some sort of cooking. Uh, toaster. Is toaster's probably. the only. Well, there's one other sort of kind of cooking. Like a hot pot, like a water boiler. 
Oh, yeah, like, like curling tea mayonnaise? kettle. Correct. Tea kettle. Oh, Correct. So you've got vibrator, toaster, tea kettle. You got two more. Hmm. <laughs> I would never... Electric for your hair. Curling your hair? No. Well, no. I would say something more utilitarian. To do with... I'll give you a clue. Okay. Emma and kettle. Grandma had them in their attic. Popper Iron. Iron. Fan. Fan, fan oh. is uh, fan. another fan. one. Oh, sewing machine. Sewing machine. Oh, that oh. makes a lot of seams. So those are utilitarian. Very exactly. women-centric stuff. So your stuff, first that's interesting. electrified sewing. devices in the turn of the century, wow. sewing machine, fan. I felt stupid, but I'm toaster. glad we all had to figure that out together. That was good. That was those good. Were not but those tea are kettle. female-centric, which is really interesting. Because yeah. the first well, you want to you want to outmode your, sure. your, your extraneous personnel in the family. So you're going to outmode your women first, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Like, sure. Well, and, uh, industry eventually yeah. was like, well, if you can do it with one, I could do it with the whole yeah. factory, I could right? Do it faster. Now, there was, prior to the electrified vibrator, get this, there was a steam powered, <laughs> I'm not God. kidding, what tabletop, <laughs> a steam powered <laughs> tabletop <laughs> vibrator. It, oh, it was, God. it was, like I'm, hot and wet. those Sounds are for good. your, those are for your <laughs> hysterical <laughs> like emergencies. That's when you're like, buddy, I've been telling jokes all night. Oh my Lord. I can't say, I got shortness of breath. <laughs> I need you to take me to the tabletop steam pump or I'm going to be hysterical right. all day. So we've had this steam powered thing. Now we have the turn of the century. We've electrified it to save our poor doctors, the manual suffering that they were going through the 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 father of the vibrator the guy who really invented it the, the first one is joseph mortimer granville he is in the uk he studies UK. in scotland but he's generally Gosh. in the uk they called it granville's hammer oh uh-uh. my god hammer. yes they did sounds a little violent. and it was originally though get this i told you about how we've had this you know in in time you know ancient times we were, we knew that an orgasm was like a cure for hysteria because of the this original vibrator, though, that Dr. Mortimer brings to us in the 1880s is first, and in his mind, his plan is to alleviate aches and pains in the male body for muscles oh, and constipation okay. and various things. Like, he okay. wasn't so, like, necessarily, okay. yeah. Um, and in fact, this is one of the reasons that people countered Rachel Maines's book was because this Granville doctor, who's handsome Hugh Darcy in the movie. Oh, he yeah. was not that Smart handsome. Cast. He's kind of a pencil topper in the pictures. <laughs> oh, but wow. but wow. he, I think he's not but Dr. Granville's uh, hammer, that he even says in his book, I really, for the record, don't put these on women's genitals. Oh, geez. Uh, he was like, he's like, whatever you do, whatever you do. All the pharmaceutical ads right now that are like, this is really good for you, but it might cause weight loss. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> if Watch you lose out. weight, your doctor will take you off it. And I'm every time I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, exactly. Just, like that is clearly just causing a line of people. I know. Out the door. Yeah. That's called like, advertising. You might have too many dates. If you we start getting too many dates. want you to lose yeah. weight. Like Sorry. a four hour you erection. Do. Oh it no. You take right. this yeah. for makes you look younger. And it makes you look skinny. We're going to cut yeah. you off. But you know what? For Dr. Granville, to be fair, he says... He didn't want to do it on the ladies. He didn't uh, think you should put these on the ladies mm, because he didn't mm. want to get, quote, hoodwinked mm-hmm. by the vagaries of the hysterical state. There's an outside chance these sluts like it. <laughs> is uh, what I read in that. Vagaries yeah, of say it again. Read it again. And read it one more time. Hysteria. He says um, that it shouldn't be used on hysterical women because he did not want to be, quote, hoodwinked by the vagaries of the hysterical state. 
And this is where people there's say a lot of there's a lot of pleasure there. And no. if I if you like it too much, it's probably not it's probably okay. Not. And like whether or not he's jerking off lines of women, like they say in the movie in the play, <laughs> what we do know, I bet he was. It, he probably was. Right? I'm sure there were a handful. That's of when women insurance that were like, was invented exactly. too. Actually, that was when insurance came alive. Insurance. They were like, you know what? <laughs> you know, you could just you could pay twenty five dollars a yeah. month to us and then just get jacked off from the back. I'm saying that's when insurance was finally worth the fucking money. Is what I say. It's the first time they were fucking like, be like, let me understand this. I go over to Granville's Hammer and you give him $25. It was a great day. It was a great day. America's really going to make it. Wow. (laughs) It's going to be good. Here we are living the dream. (laughs) I give you a point, Lisa. I know it was a group effort, but I feel like we are living out of that. We're in the spirit of generosity. True false for the next one. You're gonna. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna pan out. Right Right now, everyone's winning. Let's just be happy. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Before we jump back into discussing the sex toys of the past, can we please take a moment to discuss the absolute bangers we have today? Hey, loveshoptoys.com not only sells sex toys, vibrators, strap-ons, restraints, lingerie, whatever you're into or curious about, but they also have a history of destigmatizing conversations about sex toys. If you like sex, but you blush when I say fuck... If you're not sure how to introduce a toy to your sexual relationship, history can help. <laughs> Head to loveshoptoys.com slash podcast and enter Hilf Podcast to save 20% off almost all regular priced products. Get free two to four day discreet shipping on orders over $69 on a huge variety of high quality toys. Love Shop has something for everyone, and this is a great way to support our podcast. See their link in our show notes, and remember to follow me, follow me, follow me, follow. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow. In review, you each have one point. Oh, hmm. That's very. Kind of, oh, very, I see. I had a feeling it, this is when it turns. This I don't is when feel they, like Lisa really earned a point I there, know, but it could just out. be my instincts. Are you She's advocating say, for taking the point back? No, I would be never that. Okay, mean. well, Stop. this is round two. You if each get one control. more chance. Maybe we're less kind and generous. Even the less one. kind. Oh, <laughs> mom's, mom's like, like I'm really like, All right, I you guys like with that, we've got mom's second question. Oh, okay. okay, girl, okay. go go. Yeah. Shoot it. How long did it take from the medical device Granville's hammer <laughs> to the vibrator being marketed to the public? Now he invented oh. it in 1883. And of course, I'm talking about the marketing that is not suggesting it is a sexual device. That is the really like, this is for a beauty aid, a massager, a person, right? The first time from his invention to it being marketed to the public and it's multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. very kind. Okay. That helps. That's fair. Is yeah, it okay. five years later? That would be 1888 before the turn of the century. Was it 10 years later? That'd be 1902, after the railroad, but before World War I. Or was it 50 years later, 1933, 
we needed hmm. something like prohibition to I'm really get us going. The longer, be- I, I'm thinking of the flappers and the when women were probably starting to so more liberated. be more liberated. But the 30s, I'd say 50 years. Your answer is C, 50 years. That's incorrect. It was the shorter time. B, ten oh, years. It took huh. ten years. She, People she wanted it hard. right away, but manufacturing had to kind of catch uh, up you know what i mean i feel like it, i was thinking mm-hmm. earlier only because i thought as soon as they did it they were like we should tell people about people this are gonna love this <laughs> we're shit. gonna sell a lot of these <laughs> i don't want to talk about why but having it marketed <laughs> as a sexual device no, no. and this is this is exactly it wasn't it exactly. wasn't advertised as no that. they still sell them as massage this is where history has a real like hmm what was going on there and it's one of my favorites because it, it's kind of going back to like sensibilities of like anything that has to do with sex Hmm. What was written down and said overtly Mm -hmm. and what people were thinking and feeling, your historical record can be vastly disproportionate because you're like, nobody knew. And you're like, no, nobody advertised. So what was the wink and nod? And being able to say that this is a personal massager is the same is the same reason people it is as Anne said it's still you can see these and they show a woman oh ooh, that feels nice on my neck yeah yep yep that's, <laughs> oh, that's where i put it right there on my like, neck in flight they don't do mm-hmm. this anymore but those in flight magazines they have mm-hmm. personal massages and you look at it you're like super phallic mm. it's on his neck and i'm like yeah. oh i'm so fooled and then you think sure that'd probably feel good there too <laughs> <laughs> but it's but but the anonymity or the vagueness or the obscurity about what this device might yeah. do for you being vague was a double win. The the person marketing the product mm. is now insulated from sure. prosecution because, of course, there was quick prosecution. You can't just say, put this in your pussy. Like, oh, my God. Gonna, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, ladies, want to come? You can't. There's still, still, exactly. Like, 2023, you you're like, don't, jeez, mercy. It still made me sit back in so, my chair. <laughs> so God. we know you have to, right? So it gives the, the advertiser a certain amount of insulation and True. the purchaser to be like, Wait a minute! You gonna put this in your pussy? I didn't even. I got it for my <laughs> ouchies up you. here. <laughs> my ouchies. I didn't even know. So we have to really guess. Foster. At the same time, you almost can't overestimate actual sexual ignorance. Um. Because sometimes we look through a historical lens, like with this, like of course they knew, and that isn't always your best approach either. Because I remember. Certain mothers who shall not be named <laughs> thought homosexuality didn't believe in gay, and I don't mean didn't believe in it like it's evil. Queen she didn't when believe they it were was live. <laughs> she thought it was. Elton she John. thought it was urban like a jackalope. Like, sure, you got a picture of it. You've it's met an one. Urban myth. Yeah. <laughs> that was my attitude. That's so bizarre. Who would think a man would marry a man? Oh my god! Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's it. True. It's just that's what everyone's well, ignorance is. It wasn't anything also, that was moral. It was just like. That's yeah, what she's it was. But also, people. But no, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a moral judgment. Right. It was. Ignorance. It was why Liberace. People <laughs> exactly. were not pretending they didn't know Liberace was gay. They didn't know gay. They, they didn't right. see gay. Sixties no. and seventies also was very fluid time. I feel like exactly. when you were seeing fashions <clears throat> and you'd see David oh, Bowie and you yeah. see all these beautiful, yeah. right. sort of gender neutral, wonderful, liberated things. I think it was a little bit more. Well, and it's fluid. also when you fluid. think right. about like I don't believe a man wants to marry a man. I've simply never heard of that. It sounds made up to me. Is yeah. makes it in the yeah. same way of a female orgasm or yeah. females mm-hmm. wanting sex and having ideas of what makes them feel good was. As silly an imaginary just, concept as any other sort of new concept of sexuality. So you could, it, it, again, 
I know there were individuals and corporations that were fully aware that this device is a sexual aid and that it goes on your genitals to bring you to orgasm. That's why we want it. That's what you're making money on. And we have to believe that there were also many people who were innocently buying and selling a personal massager. What percentage? You know, but you just can't say all or nothing. But here are some of the arguably coded language that accompanied the early advertisements in the early 1900s. This is a brand new device. We don't, maybe people have never heard of Granville's hammer and they probably have never heard of a female orgasm. With the picture of this phallic device held up against the neck or otherwise sort of not just saying, quote, aids that every woman appreciates. <laughs> quote, they all say thank you. Quote, try it on your stomach. <laughs> hey, if you really actually haven't brought it off your neck yet, let me give you a hot tip. <laughs> try it. you closer. Are you kidding <laughs> Because me? if you put it on your stomach, something's going to be like, hang on. You think <laughs> this is coded? That's like so <laughs> A little bit to um, the right. <laughs> made by a woman who understands a woman's needs. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well said. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> Penetrating comfort. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That one's... When did that... These are from? all these are all pre nineteen eighteen. That's that's pretty, pretty out there. Color. That's pretty brave. Now, that's obvious. And happened. yet, if someone took you to court, you'd be like, it goes deep into your muscle tissue. Like it's coded in that you could get away that's with exactly it. Right. Is that a five word silver penetrating? No, sorry, doesn't qualify. <laughs> but listen, but you talked about pornography earlier, Lisa, and the history of pornography that's by the nineteen twenties. <laughs> There was enough pornography that was using vibrators that people what? were like, "Oh, I get oh, That's it exactly what I just saw in this mega. <gasps> oh my god! <gasps> Penetrating like, comfort so means something exactly. now. So I didn't know not, about. They had either been fully aware the whole time, but pornography oh outed them for what these devices actually that's were. That's really what it or is. Or whether they were actually innocent the whole time, and once pornography started using it, they were like, now you've ruined my neck massager forever. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just not going to be able to keep up with demand. Yeah. Okay, but that means uh, mom's only got one point. And oh. oh, I see. I got my wrong. We're not going to bode well for because now you, Anne and Lisa each have a question left. I hope we you didn't win. love your bed too much. <laughs> In the 1960s, we're moving up in time. In the 1960s, the vibrator underwent some major improvements. Wow. It was now wireless. Yes. Because keep in mind, everything up to this point was plugged into the mother loving wall. (laughs) And also the meters. You'd be like, Marge is running that teapot five times a day. (laughs) She's toasting so much bread. What is that solar power? By my Five dresses finished by now with the amount she's sewing. I just sewing. cannot dry my hair without hours and hours. Of oh my god! Amps. So that goes wireless in the 1960s, which okay. means Sears it's now Roebuck. portable, <laughs> of course, which is exhilarating. Um, and it is improved. It has multi-speeds. It's made of a one-piece construction. So here's your question, Anne. 1960s. I'm having a hard time picturing in the 60s. women's rights, adapters. civil okay. rights, civil rights movement. Okay. Uh, here's your question. In 1973, a U.S. state passed the obscene device law in 70 which banned the sale or advertisement of any device that stimulated florida. human genital florida. organs mississippi what state was i don't it? know what probably state? florida i'll i'll give you a i'll give you a final answer chance you can think this through if you want all right it's probably not obvious no oh, i bet it is 
<laughs> Here's my favorite. Where where do you know it wasn't? Wisconsin. Illinois. <laughs> New York. Wisconsin's like, put it where you California. like California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, California was not on that So one, say, no. say the question one more time. Where In they... 1973, a U.S. state passed the Obscene Device Law, which banned the sale or advertisement of any device that stimulated human genital organs. I would think a southern state. Arkansas, I'm thinking Georgia or something, and I, I feel bad because I, I, it's not nice. Well, but they're, but you know what they're thinking? They're like, that's probably us. Okay, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Who was, didn't Tennessee just vote in to ban, like literally in the news today? You can't dress as a woman if you're a dude. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to guess Tennessee. I think they weren't always that conservative. But this isn't your question. Hmm. 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 That's a I know, this is tough. It is. This is it tough. Is, yeah. Would you say this is a hard question? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> I've been waiting for a long time, you can yeah, imagine. I had to really dad sit dad on that one, really so to speak. That's our dad. Though. I'm just going to pick on Georgia just because. And I love Georgia. I think Georgia loves you, too. And I think that they'll be comforted to know it was not them. Okay, who was huh. it? Lisa maybe gets an alternate guess to get Did, the extra I would say points. Tennessee, just because I already And you guess. Here's the, I think, Mom, you want to guess? I said Arkansas. Oh, that's a good guess. We're all dancing around. It was Texas. No. Oh, well. And you know, listen, exactly. I felt the same way. Yeah, but they feel like they've been more liberty-focused in the past, I thought. Have you guys ever seen an episode of Yellowstone? Yes. Think about what they used to stimulate bull genitals. Yeah. That was in an episode. I mean, this is what I'm telling you. The irony. Kevin Costner? I oh, it's really Kevin. good. I love yeah. him. It's the a good show. Harrison Ford is like the flashback guy. Too, oh, I know. I Wait, Ford. he is? Yeah, he's like the old that. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I okay. think the irony of Texas saying you can't have a device banning, right. banning, by the way, not big fans of banning in general, unless right. it's a I'm book or a wiener. Well, well I'm not actually because they know what happens. You stimulate a... a Exactly. genitals and he will ejaculate it gives him whatever and we don't Natural. want women doing that that's just but i don't know why texas would feel like that way because i feel like texas it's is all about freedom it, it, like they oh. say they are so to me that's like well this seems really no. and i'm saying no victim right, no crime year, listen, I said 1973 but listen lisa you had it too it was on the books until 2008 they actually really? took it off the listen books? but i mean when i say on the books i mean enforced there was wow. you could they changed it they kind of amended it between 1973 and oh, 2008 where you could have up to six but no more than six vibrators in your home <laughs> and then you think well this is one of those silly ones like kissing it's a guy with a mustache yeah, you know what i mean there's like this law a woman was arrested and taken to jail for being not vague enough during a passion party. One of those, you know, selling where you have an, like a Tupperware party for sex toys. She was arrested by an undercover cop because she was suggesting you could have more than six in your oh house. When? Was that in stopped? 2007. Mm-mm. Ted Cruz, as recently as 2007, defended the law because it was repealed in 2008. In 2007... Oh he defended the law saying that a vibrator was the same as hiring a prostitute. So personal freedoms wow. are important to who? You're not the only one who has seen the irony here. Now, as of today, if you can believe this, right when you think, well, at least it was 2008. I, I mean, that was a while so ago. So what if you have more than six? You Listen, can use only one at a time. That's With that <laughs> attitude. As of today, Alabama is the only state where their anti-obscenity, anti-sex device laws are still in effect. Alabama. According to Wikipedia, I've looked a little into it. I don't know who's gotten arrested lately, but their laws still stand. You can buy a sex toy in Alabama 
I swear to God, you need a doctor's note. So did I Jeez. mention Alabama? Was that my answer? What was my Georgia. answer? I was so close. If you're keeping score out there, um, this brings my sister Lisa. You got this. If you, you get this it. right, wow. girl, you win the game. It might be true false. Oh my God. But you don't want the it's not true false, but it is multiple choice. You're screwed then. You're screwed. You're okay. so screwed. Okay. I feel very supported here. <laughs> I'm glad to know. I th- There's seems a like lot of it, dubious. If it's only three choices, she's got this. But it's more than <laughs> I'm two people can fit in the hide a bed. <laughs> and oh three God. if you it's really want to. But not with all three <laughs> all of you. Three of us but only tie. one vibrator all at a time. In the hide a bed. The hide <laughs> bed gets all three of us tonight. <laughs> That's what this leads to. All right. Or we take the master and you have to you, switch. Well, that, let's not get out of hand. <laughs> it may not surprise you to know that the sale of vibrators skyrocketed during the COVID lockdown. One company, Fun Factory, had their largest sale increase ever, and not just at the beginning of the COVID lockdown, but specifically the week that the stimulus checks went out. Oh my gosh. Nuh uh. None of this can be possibly true. It's 100% true. There is no way. What did you do first? Stimulus check. Stimulus check. You go to Amazon.com. Lockdown for stimulus. You're like, how long are we going to be here? literally go, well. You're like, we're going to be here for like a few days or like a few weeks. What are we talking about? (laughs) um here's your question wow by what percentage did their sales increase you do get hard questions multiple choice multiple this one seems very cool a 100 percent b 200 (laughs) percent or three 300 percent Oh, I'm gonna go for the 300. Yeah, we do it just for the All I'm picturing is like Amazon.com probably went through the roof anyway. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Toilet and paper, you could blah, get blah, it blah, delivered, blah, blah. Yeah. so you don't have to go to right. a store and buy it. Exactly. Word. I think I would go. With I the, think that's a good the, guess. The, the, sweet the highest, 300. percent I'm gonna double. I'm gonna 300 percent so increase. So I can in have her points because I doubled yeah. down on in her. one year. Right before she. Are you trying to take Lisa's point? She can have it. We're in Vegas. Wait, we're not. Are we no, we're in Vegas. Four hours. But if we were, I'd double down on her, and that means I get half her points. Vegas. I think that's what that means. That's curious. We're, we'll share. see. We'll see. It's Lisa's points well, she can do with them the as she pleases. The next podcast will be on gambling. 300%. And use it. Like, women, yeah. And obviously, women are buying a lot of these. Well, guess what? Our friends at the Fun Factory, in 2022, they did a survey of almost 1,000 of their customers to be like, what y'all doing with these? <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing with these things? Right? So and people answer. It. So, yeah. oh, so it's a bit. It's they a. They want to learn exactly. From it. It's a broad survey Smart of people who man. have purchased their things and are answering honestly, hmm. um, but anonymously and well, anonymously, which honest. is why we know. So it was their it was their 25th anniversary, and they were like, uh, we want to do a survey. I don't right? know what else to do. Exactly. Fifty nine percent. Well, they didn't get. I don't have all of the answers to all their questions, but fifty nine percent of them identified as heterosexual whether they were male or female um 19 were bisexual nine percent were pansexual and five percent were homosexual what is pansexual pan, i think pan I think means pan. multi Bi- I know, so that's why I wonder why pan so, is different than bi. I pan think that pan, because bisexual is, I enjoy set boy or girl. I think pan is, I like trans, I like fluid, oh, yes. I okay. like me, I like you. It's more like I am I don't want to recognize gender as being gotcha. attracted to it. Just ignore all that. Okay, okay. <clears throat> right. fair, fair. Um, and, uh, and they also attributed some of their increase to, they were tracking fantasies, people's general fan which you can track very easily on porn searches to figure out what are people looking for what are they into you say it so easily I'm and like, how would i decide to track pegging analytics <laughs> you're, you're, gonna gonna it easy. <laughs> you're like a search you're like what are all these perverts up to 
Um, so the top Google 10. And on. in the, all of a sudden, recently, as of 2022 anyway, the top 10 fantasy includes pegging. So Lisa, huh, as the winner, no I want okay. you to explain to mom oh. what pegging is. Or you don't win. <laughs> or you don't win. I got to know win. this. What is well, pegging? No, and doing, mom, do you know what it, pegging is? So pegging to me means like cribbage. You stick a thing into a hole. Okay. So that's pegging. And that's so, on brand for our subject. So, so that's a great is, place so to start. So what is sexually pe- say, say the sentence it again. It is. A, a, a fantasy device. is just pegging. Um, pegging meaning not using. It involves pegging. It so is. I will give you this. Pegging is specifically. Um, using ah. a device of non-human descent. If I pegged you, it means I've identified you. And no, so that's pigeonhole. Pigeonhole. I'm just trying to figure out because de- right. you asked us to define yeah. it, and I actually have no Mom, idea. Mom, what's your guess? What's pegging mean pegged, in 2022? When I say I've got you pegged, it means I've got you defined as a specific thing. I would has a lot of theories. I've stuck a thing in a hole. So I correct. would go with that, Anne, except that this is about no, I don't sexuality. Know. That's so why I'm, I'm going to guess it means I've pegged you getting fucked by something oh, that is I know. not pegging human. I have a dartboard and I have a bunch of different no pegging. I'm listening. Yes. No pegging. Like pe- I think I've pegged okay. it, meaning I've I've got a girl, I got a boy, I got a train. Oh, you mean okay. keeping track? Cow, oh, you're saying a pegging is like sticking I've a pin. Pegged you like oh, I like a bingo you. card. But I don't know. Like a bingo card. That, but a bo- I, I would think a dauber looks a lot more like a vibrator in a bingo card scenario. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and let you know that you're yeah, way yeah. off. It okay. has nothing oh to do with uh, it. Okay. Daubers so does don't it have anything any... to do with the thing in a hole? For sure. Oh, it's that's actually, it. I mean, I feel like that's the It's whole not rectal, is it? That's anal. Yeah. It oh, is. mom got it right. The butthole? Or the Listen butt- to you, mom. Good. Listen Lana, to this. Lana backwards is what? Oh, never mind. Anal? I do know that I remember as a, 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 a nine-year-old getting yelled at in the car because we were doing backwards day. And I was I like, would never my yell name at you. backwards, Anne, is meh. <laughs> <laughs> my, Lisa's name backwards is Asel. And Lana backwards is anal. And I didn't think it was a thing. And you were like, <laughs> you shut up. Don't oh, do I this. Never, oh, you yelled at me. You opened the door and oh, you tried to you throw You pushed her out. into traffic. But you know what's so funny? Like, Anne thrived. She was like, you know she what? Thrived. This is my calling. I'd like listeners, you probably ascertain this for yourself. The only time that Anne has leaned into the microphone in the last 17 hours that we've been recording is to point out that my mother's name backwards. Anal. <laughs> you're just mad because I got it right. Yeah, mom, don't, don't let her shame I you. I still don't know what pegging is. Well, it's you're anal. about to find out. Oh, okay, fill, it, it's, fill in the gaps. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say fill in the gaps? I'd be glad to. So pegging specifically is when a man receives a strap on from behind, generally from his female partner. Oh, it's so specific. So I believe, and I have no doubt the internet and Hmm. listeners will correct me if I'm wrong, but I also do my research. I'm not an idiot. That's pegging. While one can put a vibrator in their anus to sexual pleasure in a variety of ways and be called a variety of things, my understand that what, what makes pegging pegging is that it is a female wearing huh. a phallus that is pegging her husband. So when a fella says pegging, he is suggesting I am <clears throat> heterosexual and I want this to be done on me by 
a huh. female partner. What was the context of the Peggy? I need to go back. Because this was our friends at the Fun Factory. Oh, they did yes. the survey. Who had their, whose sales Search increased 300%. Pegging showed up in the survey Pegging, in Pegging in 2022 was in the top 10 American sexual fantasies. Huh. One of the things that I felt, and I saw you guys sort of like react to too, was this like, come on, I can't believe that these men wouldn't know they were getting these women off and that the women in line wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm waiting in line to like get an orgasm. And especially the stuff with like Texas and Alabama having these like arcane laws on the books. It's like we kind of sit here and get like, oh, please. But look around right now. There are a lot of legal sex workers, legal FDA approved commercial banking happening sex devices that are filtered out of your social media that will not be allowed to be shown on Instagram because it's a dildo. And you will see acts of violence as we've seen and de devastation and cruelty comes through with no issue. And they'll say, don't worry about it. Come on. You can Mail see whatever you want. Sale. But I promise you they are filtering out dildos and self-pleasure that isn't even necessarily explicit or illegal in any way because we still harbor these ideas of put it away, hide it, don't is, speak of it, pretend it doesn't exist, and it doesn't serve us. Is the U.S. Um, unique oh, in our crudeness? Um, we take turns. It was like in when the bikini first came out, America was like the last one to adopt it. We really? we were scandalized by it. It was huge in Europe and huge everywhere. And well, they, they were topless beaches time, they were sort in of like France these, and Italy. They didn't exactly. These prudish Americans will never get it. But then come the 70s and 80s, we're suddenly leading the way in kind of how... So in the West, generally, a lot of these sort of things... We, I blame we sort of take turns good for you lisa but Random. but we generally do feel still like sex is for reproduction so or selling watches so it's not for making you feel cars. good and confident so about wait, yourself we'll back a step because i am really fascinated by that so the, you're right we advertise stuff that's taboo booze and we don't so, so much stuff gun violence not, no problem overtly that, not overtly but not sexual pleasure especially for females there's a great documentary called misrepresentation which is all about the female body in advertising throughout history that's a fascinating title. documentary it's, it's and teasing. it talks about you how like tease. you know selling lipstick and the uh, ad is just like a beaten up woman like with a necktie <gasps> pulled around but her lips look flawless and oh it's like God. this lipstick kind of you know but if it yeah. comes <laughs> to a woman experiencing pleasure on her own terms that is usually where the taboo hmm. starts so let me part with this thought okay. what we put Wait, in what our are you bodies parting? i have so an scared. i have a feeling i have like a, a position so to speak oh my god what we put in our bodies what hole and no. with whom is the basis of so much personal hmm. and political and historical strife hmm. maybe we can help temper that a bit by just giving everyone a little more grace. As my dear old mom once told me, sometimes nobody can make you feel as good as you can. <laughs> Amen. Let's play she bet. <laughs> So much. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is not easy to sit down in front of a no, microphone, God, even no. though you guys didn't fucking I, shut the fuck up. Now we want to do it you every made it easy. time. We you made it so fun. It was so fun. It's you. You yes. actually do forget it's there. Hey, but I still want to talk to you, people. Okay. <gasps> so we're gonna stop. Not we're gonna not not no. talk, right? 
amen, and may we not not talk. May we never not talk. <laughs> oh, heartfelt thank you again to Mom, Anne, and Lisa for agreeing to sit down in front of these scary microphones with a sort of scary subject and just so beautifully and elegantly make it a blast. I am so lucky to have them as my family. And, and not to get too mushy, you guys, but I'm lucky to have you, too. Our Hilf family is growing every episode because you're clicking and sharing and, and maybe saying, do you know what I heard on this podcast while you're in line places? I mean, it matters. It makes a difference. High five. And, and we're going to keep it up. All right. Next episode, we're taking a turn from the vibrator right into the balls. <laughs> the tennis balls, that is. I'm joined by comedian and the co-host of the podcast, Two Woke Boys, Jeff Zenisek to discuss the history of tennis. You'll love it. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> love score. Anyway, okay. You know what? I'll work on it. <laughs> In the meantime, our theme song was composed and performed by the incomparable Cat Perkins. A reminder that you can find my sources, links to the books, documentaries, and articles I reference in the summary of this episode, or by emailing us, hilfpodcast at gmail.com, or messaging us on social media at hilfpodcast. This has been Hilf, history I'd like to fuck with Don Brody. I'm Don Brody, reminding you that history is a party, and everybody's coming. <laughs> <laughs>